Hey friends, welcome back to Vibes and Delights. I'm Freddy, aka Friend the Human. I'm Slapper. <laughs> and they're our neighbor's small child. It's spring break. Um, our neighbor's small child is um, hitting metal things, so I do apologize in advance <laughs> for the noise. Nobody's gonna hear it. Watch, but... somebody go hear it. That kid is loud. <laughs> like our patios are right next to each other, so. It sounds like he's in our like little patio, but we shall see. All right. So today's episode is called Surviving and Thriving. And um, a Butt Stuff uh, in the Discord suggested that we talk about women's empowerment because it's March and it's Women's Empowerment Month. And um, I was like, that's a fucking good idea. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to read fun stories where people or women specifically or femme presenting people get their um comeuppance satisfyingly so and um so if you're new here go ahead and get your vibes and delights get your snacks ready get your goodies and let's fucking jump into these stories um honestly like i usually start with like you know how my week's been going and stuff like that but you know i you know what fuck it you know how my week was dreamy i've had the dreamiest week we dropped our kids off on saturday like uh we woke up late which is all my fault because you know you have that thing where you like reclaim your time like you know reclaiming my time but like no like you you like um you just are working and you just finally just get some time to yourself and you're just like you don't want to let go of that time you don't want to let go of the control you know and um, I stayed up way too late. But anyway, so we drove to Louisiana and back, dropped the kids off, you know, told them to tuck and fuck your roll <laughs> and um, went about our business. And we came home on Saturday and we have just been like absolutely just vibing. And I, I, it's not even like in like a fucked up way, like, yes, I miss my babies, you know, like I almost called Charles's name um, the other day, um, but like... <laughs> I don't know it just this is like the first time we've gotten to like really be an adult couple you know like with a little bit of cash because I just got promoted recently and um again and then like um but like you know we were able to do what we wanted to on our anniversary which was Tuesday yeah. pie day you know 10 years and it was like we didn't even do anything like that was you know absolutely out of control like you know what I'm saying we went to our favorite bar, which is up the street. We watched Adventure Time on our on my iPad. And then um, we just like um, hung out with one of our friends. One of our friends uh, just got off work and uh, came by and we hung out with her. And it was a good time. We didn't do shit. We ate birria tacos. Day we drunk. had tacos. Yeah, we got day drunk. I mean, I was pretty day sober, like, because I, I just, you know, have... I did that in my 20s. I'm too old to be doing that shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't drink and drive. But like um, I had a couple and it was great. I had a good time. And um, uh, I just got to say like the next day I went back to work. It was like a dreamy day, but people were being fucking weird at work. And I was like, why the fuck didn't I take off more time? But like and then um, yesterday was like... um, Oh, and our friend sang um, Faithfully at karaoke on Monday. Um, it was so sweet and so amazing. And 
it's like I don't know how much longer that tradition is gonna hold, but the if it holds, I will be the happiest camper. And it's just like I ball my eyes out whenever I hear that song play, because the first time he sang faithfully to us was I think at our baby shower, wedding shower, um, when we were having our daughter, so our oldest. And um, I don't I don't know. Did you tell him to play that song? Did you tell him to sing that song? It was I a karaoke. Oh, and I like loved it so much and and oh gosh. And so um at our first when we got married, um we had a baby it was like a baby shower, wedding shower. And um since we were huge regulars there, you know, um at the karaoke scene and that bar scene, it was the Abbey Underground in Denton. And um they just let us have the venue. <laughs> they didn't charge us anything for it. Uh Johnny, uh, which is the KJ hosted um because he's like the best kj the in, best kj the best in north texas, in north texas. <laughs> but like j double j dubs but um uh but yeah so like um we had a wedding shower um baby shower and um they let us have the whole venue uh for free uh, we just asked our friends to smoke in the back, you know, like, or like, AKA the front, like it was a basement. So there was like this area right at the front. And then the rest was like, you know, open seating, whatever bar. And um, so we just told everybody just stay back there. If you're going to smoke or better yet, please just go upstairs, you know, so, so you're not around the pregnant women because <laughs> we had a couple friends who were all per at the same time. And then um, people just paid for their drinks. My friend was KJing and DJing. Um, we gave him a few slides. It, it was a great time. But anyway, so I, I did, you, did you sing it at the wedding shower or did Johnny? I'm pretty sure Johnny did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Johnny yeah. sang it. And I have a picture of somebody in the live react. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll try to find that picture. I think I have one of that um, first tradition so many years ago, 10 years ago. And, um, but yeah, we didn't do anything. Um, we, we did the things that we wanted to do and it wasn't a struggle and it was honestly the best, honestly, like it's, it's so weird that I, I didn't, I don't want anything. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't, all I wanted was just to do what we've always done, you know? And I think that's like something to think about as a millennial, because like, <laughs> like I don't want anything extravagant. I just want to be comfortable. <laughs> and I just wanted to relax comfortably with my husband and I did and I'm I feel so successful and that's why I feel so dreamy about it and then um yesterday after work we had Wingstop because Wingstop had new flavors and um Wingstop and my tummy do not get along <laughs> so, so I actually ended up taking off today because like I was sitting down and getting ready to like log in for the day. And then my stomach was on fire. Um, IBS be like, and then like, um, I was just like, I need my medicine. I need it. And then like, I just passed the fuck out and I just called out for the day. And then, um, I now here we are and Slappa bought me, um, an arm for the mic. So now hopefully the sound is a little better until we can get like a higher quality mic, which by the way, the person who gave us the mic, we're still going to use it, but we're definitely going to need to upgrade <laughs> because it's not up to what I am hearing. Like it's not as clear as I want it to be. 
But, you know, it is so great that we're even here in the first place. And I can never, ever thank you enough. That person did come forward and I just gushed to them in, um, in, the, in the DMs. Thank you. If you're listening out there. And then Slap also gave me a new camera. Um, it's the tripod that I use for the Reddit rainbow, but there you can actually attach a camera and there's like a fucking level. It's like a, a, a like, like, you know, one of those like wall level or things in the, in the tripod. I didn't even know it was there. <laughs> I didn't even know it was there. This thing is mad fancy. Learning things. This is mad fancy. Anywho, but um, everything's just seeming so absolutely perfect and it's been a wonderful week and I'm not ready to go get the babies, but you know, it is what it is anyway, but we're going to read. Um, but now with all that out of the way, we've um, gone over what we've done this week and stuff like that. Did you, did you want to share anything? Did you have a good anniversary? I had a great anniversary. It was the best. <laughs> oh, so I got mad compliments on this ring too. Um, a lot of the people we saw um, hadn't seen us in like years at this point. It was it was a great time anyway. All right, so the theme is um, surviving and thriving. Okay, or thriving and surviving is one of them. I think it's surviving and thriving. Surviving and thriving. thriving. Yeah, I gotta say, but I I'm just mad excited. One of these stories. So I'm gonna start with one story. And I read this on the Reddit Rainbow, but I'm going to read it again because whenever the the uh, suggestion was made to me by Butt Stuff, I immediately was like, I have to read that story because that shit cracked me the fuck up. I almost reread that story about the girl with the uh, with the gas station and and the and the fucking coins. <laughs> Well, remember, like, you oh. needed to learn to be afraid of women. I almost read that again. I, I don't read know. That one. That's too soon. I know. Too soon. Too soon. Cakey. But yeah. Oh my gosh, Kiki. Um, but, um, oh, and uh, we might do a bonus story um, to keep going with the Karen. So we'll see how we feel after this because we do have some friends coming to visit today. Oh, look, Kiki. <laughs> Cake, cake is being so rude to me. I think she's she's upset because the kids aren't here. So she keeps trying to wake us up when the when the, <laughs> is she gonna tune in? No, she didn't. Um, but she keeps trying to wake us up when the kids are supposed to be awake, and she keeps trying to wake us up. Um, and like or hurt us to bed. Like she's just been mad. Like momming, she's just been momming around. You're not doing your normal routine. There's what the kids it. aren't here. And y'all are staying up later and you're waking up later wake Man, up wake the fuck up yeah no she's been absolutely just she's been absolutely delightful but you could tell she's more than a little stressed out i still don't know if he ever got his coffee all right I'm not 100% sure if this even belongs here. And I've posted this story elsewhere. So some of you might have read it already. Some background, I work in a rather specialized area of forensics. Officially, I'm employed by Police Scotland, but they tend to let other law enforcement agencies, universities, etc., borrow us from time to time. A lot of the time it's for consulting work or guest lecturing, but sometimes we're sent to teach training courses. About 18 months ago, 
I was asked to lecture a training course for some of the CID higher-ups in an English police force. It was the first time I'd done anything like that, and I was crapping myself. I met with the conveners and other officials for dinner the night before my first day, and after dinner and drinks, I was dropped back by my hotel. So to set the scene, it's about 10 p.m., I'm all dressed up in my evening wear and I'm sitting at the bar in the, in the hotel lounge. The place is dead. It's just me and the barman. So I've taken off my heels and I'm unraveling my hair and just have, having just ordered a hot chocolate. The barman asks if I want a mini marshmallows on my hot chocolate. Yes, of course. Always the mini Always. Yes, of course, I want mini marshmallows on my hot chocolate. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, no, I don't mind waiting while you run to the kitchen. Okay, listen, I said it then and I'm going to say it now. This sounds like an entire vibe, like just kicking your shoes off. You look cute as fuck at a bar and you're just like on your on your lonesome. You're just living your best life. And like you're obviously protected because everybody who's literally staying there is someone who's affiliated with you, works with you, stuff like that. I would feel so comfortable. Like I would find myself doing the exact same thing. And I'm not the type of person who likes going by myself. Like I will go by myself, but voluntarily not often, you know what I'm saying? Um, just because of a lot of things, but like, but you know what I'm saying? Like if I knew I was supposed to be here and I was protected and all my coworkers and shit were there, that sounds like an absolute vibe. Ugh, I love it. Anyway. So I'm sitting there trying to trick my phone into connecting to the hotel's Wi-Fi when angry man walks in. Angry man. Angry man. Angry man. He angry. He stomped into the room and slammed his fist down on the bar about three feet from me and barked out one word. Oh, you want me to read? Just say it. Coffee. Oh no, that never mind. <laughs> say that's a that was a grown man coffee. <laughs> I would just be like coffee, 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 right now, coffee, 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 coffee. You know, just like. Okay. Bring me the coffee. Oh, no, no. I don't want the coffee. You are the one who bring me the coffee. Oh, fucking Mojo Josh. I can't. Oh, my gosh. I love Mojo Jojo, though, because, okay, listen, Mojo Jojo is sometimes how my brain works. Like, it works circular like that sometimes, oh, especially brilliant. when I'm like spiraling, like when I'm having a moment and I'm absolutely melting down. Like, I'm just like. Do you just feel for Mojo? Sometimes. I feel like his backstory is pretty messed up. So absolutely. It would make sense that he's constantly like. Just like, oh, uh, yeah, like I, really I, think I, I think I even said that to you um, in the beginning um, when we first started dating. I told Slappa, I was like, okay, I'm going to tell you, like, I'm going to be really honest about where I am mentally. Like, my dad just died. Um, I just left my horrible abusive ex. I have horrific PTSD and anxiety. I didn't know that at the time, but essentially I was describing those things to him. And then I just was like, think of it this way. I'm literally at what did I say? 90? <laughs> I think I, I think I said I was either at um, 80 or 90 or like 95, somewhere like where there's not much room. <laughs> so like go before you just melt down. Like I, my plate is full. You know what I'm saying? Like I cannot 
handle any stress and I own that and I'm doing my best. Like I'm working on it. I'm going to therapy. We were trying to figure out medicine, you know what I'm saying? But I am here <laughs> all the time. And so like, I feel like a lot of those like early times, like anything that happened, I'd be like, I don't know what's something like I need, I need an appointment to go to therapy but oh, I'm trying the, to but the, no, 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 like, just like, this is like what it sounds like in my brain. It's like, okay, I need to make an appointment. My mom told me to make an appointment. Okay. I need to make an appointment to go to therapy. What is the name of the doctor that I need to go to, to therapy? Oh, it's this person. So I need to call this person in first go for therapy at this time. But well, well, like, you know what I'm saying? I just like starts doing like circular, like downfall, like not downfall. It's like a spiral down though. And like, I don't know why my brain did that but it did and honestly sometimes when I'm like really freaking out I, I do the same thing like when we were trying to plan things to do like to get for the podcast and just like we need a microphone we need a mic stand we need it we need a cord for the microphone so that we can speak into the microphone for the podcast so we can have a good quality so people aren't hearing me fucking breathing and stuff like that or you know like we need a better quality camera we need a tripod we need you know this because we need to do a podcast and we have i haven't even named the podcast i need to make a name for the podcast but first i need a microphone and a camera for the podcast that i haven't even named yet like stuff like that like that that is how my brain works and so like mojo jojo is like i don't know he's like um somebody wants oh i should find the stitch where it was like um who is a vis who's a villain that you identify with the most um mojo jojo i think might be mine <laughs> be um solely because i understand the way he thinks like i don't understand why he's trying to annihilate like the whole town like you know i'm not finna go nuclear and decimate an entire city however the way that he thinks about things like the way he like talks himself like talks to himself out loud i guess i don't know i don't know how to how to anyway anyway <laughs> i get you i appreciate you I feel, like, I, I feel like i honestly like way over explained that and i think that's like i think that's the most mojo jojo thing you can do right it's just way over explain the thing yeah like for real like oh boy anyway um, so he's, uh, so basically back to the story, um, the person who's about to give a lecture is sitting at the bar and, um, and is, uh, uh, <laughs> and, uh, just ordered a hot chocolate with small marshmallows when a man called, uh, when an angry, angry man, uh, comes in and demands at her coffee. So let's keep going. All right. He stomped into the room and slammed his fist down on the bar three feet from me and barked out one word. Coffee. I didn't know it, but apparently that attempt at communication was aimed at me. A fact I learned a moment later <laughs> when an angry man moved right up next to me, bent over me, so his face was practically in mine, and barked out again. Coffee. <laughs> In an attempt to get away from the screaming coffee man, <laughs> I slipped off the bar stool, putting it between the two of us. Extremely confused and more than a little terrified, I, it didn't immediately occur to me that he thought I worked there. 
<laughs> Hell, it wasn't even register registering to me that he wanted coffee. You like... know what it's like? It's like a he was the guy from SpongeBob, but instead of chocolates, <laughs> he's going crazy for the coffee. Coffee! interface oh my gosh the chocolate dude from there was like cakey she's like swiping at the cords that that coffee guy i swear like they say like who's who would win in a fight right um is it the is it the dude that screams my leg is it the dude who's like screaming chocolate is it you know whoever it's the fucking dude screaming chocolate that dude raged out busted through walls he was busting he busted through the walls okay he said chocolate and like i remember we were so fucking obnoxious with that year yeah, it was fun though that's a fun fun bar game yeah so okay. it's like the penis game but with chocolate you ever played the penis game oh uh, no what you never played the penis game what when you were in school okay it's whoever can say penis the loudest wins and so you start off like penis and then your buddy's like penis and you're like penis i actually do remember you remember that that. i didn't know that was what they were doing i do remember that oh my gosh i'd usually just yell it (laughs) was is the idea not to get caught by a teacher yeah okay like it's a huge in the hallway like yell penis wow i'm not gonna get caught kids it's cool to yell penis cake all right going to say is that in our early 20s um we used to go bar hopping all the time right and we would me and my friend would always start with either two or three shots um <laughs> and then coast on a drink but that again i was already with slapa <laughs> and i was not driving back then <sighs> anyway it was the beginning of our our relationship is really like rocky or not rocky it's like i don't remember it because i was going through a lot i was grieving i was at ptsd from my ex-husband trying to fucking kill me and then and then like i meet this totally like seemingly stable <laughs> and what you mean seemingly because <laughs> i know you oh, no. no but like for real like I don't, I feel bad, you know, that I don't often remember like a lot of key points or I do, but they're like kind of a haze because I was just going through a lot. And then I was pregnant and then I got pregnant two years after, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, um, I had mom brain. I had Pergana Nancy brain. I was grief makes you like fucking not remember shit. So sometimes I feel really shitty, but anyway, but anyway, um, but when we used to go to these bars, um, we would scream, we would take a shot, and then we'd be like, chocolate! <laughs> and then people would start joining us. It was awesome. It was, it was awesome. Great. It was awesome. We just changed the environment. And then, like, people would just, like, we would just catch people in random bars just screaming chocolate after taking shots. It was the greatest shit. I love it. I love it. Anyway, sorry <laughs> for that over-explanation. Mojo Jojo style. <laughs> But, um, all right, so <laughs> he was just repeating, um, so he's like yelling coffee at the OP, right? So he was just repeating it the same way a toddler does 
when they learn a new word but don't entirely know what it means <laughs> damn what the heck this person sounds delightful not it's like 10 at night too right like it's Bro. like are you good right why are you like, coffee is bad right like coffee like that late at night i i guess it affects people differently because you know um some like caffeine for me like i guess like you know how like whenever i was testing out medications remember like they were giving me stuff to try um they gave me something that was essentially like speed you know what i'm saying and it was supposed to it was supposed to like level me out but it did the opposite and made me go up more more up you know what i'm saying and they said that if i didn't stop taking it i would have spiraled you know what i'm saying whereas some people like coffee makes them actually like tired but for me it makes me go too too up and i go into a manic i could go into a manic episode so maybe it's like one of those things where like they drink coffee at night because it helps them to relax and like mm, yeah. unwind and stuff maybe then um so i'm going to blame the confusion fear and tiredness for my completely moronic response which was to parrot the word back at him <laughs> coffee coffee <laughs> coffee then he slammed his fist down on the bar again this time i noticed that he was actually throwing down money and my brain suddenly came back online me oh uh the barman uh, should be back in a sec. He, the angry man, cuts the OP off. Get me a coffee, meow, man, meow. Okay. Ooh, four new words. Progress. <laughs> me, I'm sorry, mate. I don't work here. <laughs> angry man, shouting now. You mean he wasn't shouting the whole time? <laughs> Sounded like he was. Seemed like he was. Um. You fucking lazy liar. Do you think I'm fucking stupid? Kind of. Yes. Oh, yes, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'll be keeping that to myself. <laughs> yes. This person is legendary. I'm going to have to find more stories from this person. Um, get off your fucking phone. This is the angry man. Get off your fucking phone and get me a shitting coffee. A shitting coffee. That's why he needs the coffee. <laughs> He, he needs, to, use he the needs to go, guys. He needs to use the facilities right. before he goes bed by. Yeah. <laughs> he is a toddler after all. He's only using partial sentences. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right. Get off your fucking phone and get me a shitting coffee. Me. I really don't. And then he cuts her off again. Q rant about me being the only person in the lounge. So of course I must work there. And I was just being lazy. And I and did I take him for an idiot? All while I'm slowly backing away from the bar. So he can't pin me between it and the bar stools. Then he throws in this. Do you have any idea who I am? Do you have any idea how important? I am. <laughs> Remember, the OP is giving a lecture here. So how important are you compared to the person who's running the lecture? <laughs> but okay. Um, 
I never got to find out how important this guy was. Um, I never got in. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was funny. I never got to find out how important this guy thought he was. Okay. Instead, angry man's friend came wandering in. He took one look at me, pretty much cornered by angry man, who is now screaming about how he'll make sure I'll never work again while I'm trying to calmly tell him to back off. Friend intervenes. He took angry man by the shoulders and moved him back away from me while asking me what was going on. Angry man's friend, um, angry man, this stupid little whore is screaming. Not after we just created an entire vibe that you came and bullshitted all over right. with your coffee, with your bullshitting coffee. <laughs> and then um, uh, me, I really don't work here. <laughs> Angry man's friend. She doesn't work here. Like, like, thank you. Like, thank you. right. Let's all just try to calm down. There's a few moments of angry man's friend trying to calm down angry man while he ranted about getting me fired until two barmen arrived. One of them with my hot chocolate, the presence of the three men distracted angry man enough for me to grab my shoes and escape with my chocolatey goodness, my chocolatey goodness. You're welcome. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm chocolatey goodness. I'm an eternal flame, baby. I think I said, I, I'm going to say, I'm going to sneak that into every episode because I am an eternal flame, baby. I need, I need more fire on my body. You know what? I'm going to get like a, a neck piece. It's just going to be fire. That's lit. I mean, it might be. I kind of low-key would love to do that, actually. Now that I'm thinking about it more, one day I would like to graduate to the, a neck tattoo because what is that like senior year tattoo? Shut up. You know what? <laughs> Maybe when I turn like 35. 35? Yeah. Yeah. That's when you're allowed to tattoo yeah. your neck. Shut up. Don't, I feel like don't let us catch you tattooing your neck until you're 35. No, you know how it is. Is there's like tattoo like etiquette. Have you ever heard of that? Where it's like um a seasoned tattoo artist might refuse um tattooing like your oh, I'm sorry, face, neck, um full sleeves or something um chest like open areas like that are or like your head or something uh if you don't already have like visible tattoos or modifications or some something like that it's like actually like something that's like a really interesting like a weird topic like some tattoo artists say they're not going to stop you and others are like no i'm definitely going to because they've had experiences where people were like i can't get a job now because i have a neck tat what are you going to do about that? You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm, nothing, nothing, you know, <laughs> but like, you know, like, anyway, that's why I said it like that is because I had like, I've seen arguments about it. So that's what I said. I've heard of, um, <laughs> I've heard of them not doing like name tats. Like when people come in mm. and like, we're going to get our names tattooed on each other. They're like, mm, I don't do that. No, <laughs> you shouldn't do that. Probably, but you I'm definitely not going to do yeah. it for you. I I don't even think I'll get my own name tattooed on me, and I know it would be beautiful. My name is ten letters long. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I know it would be a lit ass tattoo, but I just I don't even want my own name on me. I don't want anybody else's name on me. Like I don't know. You know what I was just thinking about though? Like my name means friends of the earth, and I really do genuinely try to be and like. 
I could probably like incorporate some sort of like chess piece. You know what? You know what? I, you know what? 35 looks pretty cool right now. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so she escapes with her chocolatey goodness. As I left, I could hear him demanding to speak to a manager. And the next day, after being introduced to a lecture theater full of, let me try that again. Um, the next day after being, hold on, let me try that again. The next day after being introduced to a lecture theater full of high ranking CID officers, I stood and walked to the podium only to be greeted by one guy in the audience laughing hysterically. I just sort of froze trying to figure out the joke. Uh, did I have food on my face? Oh my gosh, right. Like, could you imagine just like, just walking up and like- Mustard stains. <laughs> yeah, or just like somebody just cracking the fuck up. You know, you know, one time I entered the stage when I was in choir and I like remember thinking in my head, do not trip, do not trip because it was a, it was a new dress and it was kind of long and I was trying not to trip and I absolutely ate it and like fell up the stairs. And everybody laughed and it was really funny. And then we all just giggled on the stage after we filed in together. And even though it was not that big of a deal to me and I thought it was funny and I, I still think about it at like 3 a.m. Or like right now, it just, it just came. It just came. Your thoughts are like, <laughs> hey, remember in high school? Yes. When you fell in front of everybody and they all laughed? Yes. Good night. Right. <laughs> Just leave you with the thought of it. For real. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So I just sort of froze trying to figure out the joke. Did I have food on my face? Was my shirt on inside out? A quick check confirmed that no, I did manage to adult this morning. <laughs> A few other people began to chuckle as this guy struggled to get a hold of himself. Um, as he regained control, he pointed to his left, where a very red-looking angry man was sitting. <laughs> Damn. That's great. Just embarrass him in front of the whole congregation. <laughs> I love it. We loved us. Winning. Yes. Thriving. Surviving. Winning. Good job. GG boys, we did it. Um, I think it was the sheer relief that he wasn't actually laughing at me that caused me to open my mouth and say to angry man, oh, uh, did you get your coffee in the end? <laughs> <laughs> he walked out and I didn't see him for the rest of the course. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. And... um. On this one, I think I read um, some of the comments. I read, uh, could, could be karma, could be petty revenge by calling him out. Great story, nonetheless. And then um, the joy of petty revenge is in jerks getting a little comeuppance. In this case, the vengeance was done on your behalf by the jerks mocking colleagues. Really enjoyed your story. Um, let's see. How do you do it? How do you attract so many asses to your local presence? Is it Clutie Dumpling? 
which is actually a witch and she's cursed you the asking him about his coffee is definitely qualify as revenge and he'd have the piss ripped out of him for months after that by his colleagues cludie cludie dumpling is actually a reference to this op's other stories much like how altyra sent us a long list of stories i again say we will have to revisit this cludie dumpling because there's a many a comment that is talking about i thought this writing sound sounded familiar right this writing style sounded really familiar so we'll have to jump into that um we'll have to do a day where we're um just gonna come back and do a couple updates to stories that sounds like fun um and maybe we can one day sit down and just like record a few episodes in advance and we're not just like stacked for time you know what i'm saying like but we'll get there one day we're just taking it low and slow for the moment but every day I'm finding new things that I like want to talk about, like topics in the story time in our discord and um, things that people send to me or, you know, like things like the Pixar theory, like these are all things that will come, we'll, we'll round it out. We'll get back to where we want to be. But for right now, let's just focus on like just doing the best we can for now. That's all I'm worried about. <laughs> all right. Now it's Slappa's choice. What's the name of the story? The, the first line is a mess. <laughs> so it's not really a story. It was like, um, it was like on Ask Women. It was like, what's your best come up story or whatever? And it was someone's story in the comments. And then they go on to like explain more and give like wholesome answers in the comments. And I thought it was like a good read. So I'm going to read it to y'all. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to just jump into it. My husband got another woman pregnant in the middle of a planned move across country prompted by a job offer for him. My job transfer came first, and I packed our 18 years of combined stuff into boxes. Ordered a pod. I've heard those are real scammy, actually. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that, too. That was all over TikTok for a while. Anyway, she ordered a pod and set off 2,200 miles away, leaving him to just pack our stuff into the box. Two weeks into my new job and new house, he signed the lease on. He calls me up and tells me he fell in love with another woman, not the pregnant part. He then sells literally everything I packed on eBay, Facebook, and Craigslist before I could get back. He even tried to sell my dog and three cats, but my friend stopped him. I managed to salvage that. I managed to salvage 10 boxes of family heirlooms and pets. Everything else was gone to pay for his new life. He sued me for alimony and the house and my retirement. I had no money for a lawyer, so I answered my divorce pro se. I got tipped off on the baby. And that ended the alimony and retirement piece of my divorce. He did get the house. I got my freedom, but I was nearly homeless by the end. No money. And four months in, my job laid me off and eventually closed. I was a mess. I could have fucking imagine. Jesus Christ. That's crazy, dog. I decided to go back to school with loans. 
managed to get by for two and a half years until I graduated summa cum laude, mm. got picked up by a lot of companies, but ended up following my heart and moved across country with my new boyfriend to a house by the beach where I joke that I have become a trophy girlfriend at 46. I'm currently looking at going back to school to finish off my PhD and cross off another bucket list item. Life is more than good. It's plush. I've managed to be a breadwinner for 18 years and now I don't need to work. So I volunteer and do gig work on occasion. <laughs> I grow, I grow artisanal. How do you say artisanal? Artisanal? Artisanal. I grow artisanal weed and started to paint as hobbies to keep myself busy. Far better than working for corporate America, which I did for most of my life. My I don't want to work in corporate America anymore. <laughs> Please let this be. <laughs> well, I hope it's not your life. Sure. What? That would mean I would cheat on you and sell all your shit. I meant the podcast. Oh. I didn't mean this. Fucking you meant the story. good part. Okay. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> no, sir. No. No, no, I meant, I meant like, nah. I want to work for corporate America forever. Nah. Please let this social media. <laughs> Go forth. Go. My ex, he married his baby mama and had a son less than two months after my divorce was final. He exclaimed that he finally met the love of his life on Facebook. I wonder why he stayed with me for 18 years if I wasn't. Lol. she left him less than a year later with his son now he's single dad at 50 years old no real no real career Ooh. alone living paycheck to paycheck she's already remarried Dang. and that's what happens when you just move on and live your best self instead of worrying about the baggage you left behind living my best life ain't going back and forth with you Live my best life. <laughs> Love you. All right. And then in the comments, people were commenting and they were responding. And I thought it was a good read. All right. Someone said, This is a lifetime movie that I would watch the shit out of. <laughs> Success. There's no better way to stick it to someone. Bro. <clears throat> Yo, I, I, I'd probably watch this. Right. Yeah, it'd be a good that's that was crazy. Watch an anime about it. Like a slice of life or something. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. And she said, I haven't even told you the part where I lost 260 pounds on diet and exercise in oh, 15 shit. months. Two years before my husband left me, I was the thinnest I had ever been in my life. I've never really gained it back. Ooh. One of the reasons I posit why my husband basically lost his mind was because he thought I was going to leave him. Because I was suddenly jealous, wor jealousy worthy. Ugh. It's like he preemptively cheated. What was that story you just read? Where they were like, oh, I thought you were going to divorce me. So I did it first. I just put that in the Discord. Oh it was the update to that story. My friend, am I the asshole for telling my friend he's not obliged, but he actually meant obligated. I literally, literally. The Discord um, earlier today in the story time tab which if you, you'll probably have seen it by now if you're already in the Discord, but holy geez, um, we'll have to talk about that. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to post about it because 
it was absolutely infuriating, but uh, let us know. Um, check it out in the Discord. I did post it already today. <laughs> That's just an insane mentality to me. Like, I thought you were going to do something fucked up to me, so I just did it first. Oh, uh, you know what, though? I did also read a story where it was like, um, um, I have been divorced for 30 years and it was the biggest regret of my life or something. And essentially uh, the dude did this, like he, they, they were together for a long time um, and he just gave it all away. Like he cheated, he was not nice to her, he hated her. Um, he made her have children, hated the kids, hated the life and um, decided to cheat on her and run her away with the other person. And that fizzled out immediately. And then, um, he's like you know a single dad who whose kids don't have contact with him um so he's just really honestly by himself she's been out there living her best life he even watched her get married wow you know what i'm saying he watched her even like you know because the kids were involved so yeah. he was invited and he like confessed you know i shouldn't have i fucked up i, I was in my own dumb head like i should have never left and she said i fought for you every step of the way until i stopped if you had fought, we'd still be together. And then he was like, um, today would have been our 42nd anniversary. And I will have to live with the fact that I did this to her and I treated her this way. And I, I literally made my own bed essentially for the rest of my life. And I was just like, that is some absolute math. Okay. So like, listen, so when you, when you, when you fuck around, okay. And you keep fucking around. <laughs> Eventually, you're going to find out. So but I'm just saying, like... The more you fuck around... The more. The more you're going to find out. The more. The, the, the greater the find out is. The is greater. It? It's it's math. Yeah. It's 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 quick math. You know what I'm saying? It's like... It's up, 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 you know? I'm just... <laughs> but, like... But, no, like, that shit was crazy. And, and apparently, I didn't realize that we just told two stories of the same thing happening. Pretty much. And... Three, three, because you just read this story. Damn, I didn't even realize how common this was. And you know what's even crazier to me? It's like people, you always see, do men even like women? You know what I'm saying? Do they even like women? Yeah, I think they do, but they let society tell them how to treat us. And then they don't listen to us when we tell them, please don't treat me this way. And then they fucking fuck around. They find out. And here they are, 20, 30 years later, lost, still finding out, still lost. They found out and got lost. Right. Like, like, so I wonder, like, you know, you know, do they like women? Yes. Do they like their partners? Yes. But sadly, society has taught them how to treat them like shit. And it'll, it'll continue to be like this until the end of time. You know what I'm saying? Until we make great strides because i didn't even realize that was a trend and ass thing until just this moment and that makes me think that all these guys that you know these red pill podcasters with looking for the submissive like robot um plastic doll wife that they want they can find the pygmies but refuse to use the pygmies because they want to break a solid woman right you know what i'm saying because that's essentially like what they want that one like uh, right now it's like it's she was like in that circle um pearl she's like hella pick me girl and she was on some like interview with like 
it was like her and they were in chairs and it was like a bunch of other women and she was just being hella pick me and then like all the other women were like are you okay like and it's like girls like that they never get picked They never get picked. like they try so hard Yeah. to be what what men want Yeah. and men are like mm. But yeah, no, I, that because the, the, the patriarchy, I mean, and I'm not even, I shouldn't even, the, the patriarchy, patriarchy the, the society has made it so these men think that this is okay for women to be taught this way or treated this way. You know what I'm saying? But it's not okay. And then here they are in their, with their big ages, really finding the fuck out. And I really didn't even put that all together. And wow, that that's a lot to me. That that's a lot. Like, why would you even want to be a part of that? You know, like talk to your fathers. Like, I know I, I looked at her analytics and I see there's like a pretty large um demographic <laughs> of people. <laughs> um who like of all sorts who watch us from all age ranges um male female non-binary prefer not to answer you know what i'm saying um people who are in their 50s and 60s i was surprised at that people as young as their early 20s you know what i'm saying like we're reaching all sorts of people all over the world like i am absolutely thrilled to be here <laughs> but like um But essentially what I'm, what I'm saying though, like, is that like, I completely lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say, I hope that a man who's hearing this or someone who presents masculine hears this and is just like, check on your buddies, check on your dads, you know, ask your dad, like if your dad, if you were able to figure out a way to finesse him to answer you because you can manipulate those people into saying exactly what you want them to stop messing with the court. And, um, but you know, like if you have a man figure in your life who, who might be a little on that toxic ass bullshit and you can figure out how to finesse and talk to him but he, where he could tell you, ask him, is he miserable? Does he hate his life? Is that how you want to be? Is that how you want to grow up? Is that what you want? Break a cycle, break it today. Reach out. <laughs> Sorry. All right. It's like he preemptively cheated. Don't ever get with someone who's jealous of your evolution. Whatever you are, it's not your final form. Find someone who loves who you're becoming. This is why I wanted to read this. This person has like really good insight that they give people on these comments. All right. And
The last thing I said to him on the day I picked up my pets was in response to him saying, I hope we can be friends one day. I told him that I never stopped being his friend, not when he left me, not when he sold our stuff, not when I found out he was that she was pregnant. We had been together for 18 years, thick and thin. All I was truly, all I truly felt was disappointed. I told him that I hugged him and I never spoke to him again. The year I graduated college, he messaged me, congrats. I never responded. He doesn't deserve to bask in my glow. He doesn't deserve me at all, but mad, no. Damn, that was deep. He doesn't deserve to bask in my glow. Ooh, beautiful. Yo, some, oh man, ugh. And, and people like him, definitely an energy vampire. You know what I'm saying? They just want to be all up in your glow. And maybe he is like remorseful and shit, but that's too fucking bad. I'm sorry. It seems like she tried and he, oh no, bro. It seems like she tried, <laughs> but like, I mean, he made his choice, you know, like how don't invite that shit in no more. I don't care. When someone, especially like Jesus, when someone shows you who they are, what Believe they'll do them. to you, Believe them. don't, don't and think no that they worse. changed and came back from that. That's some, some things are just. I mean, most things, honestly, like there's so much people can do to just fuck with you. Oh, but I'm jaded. Or you've learned too many times, unfortunately. Isn't that what jaded is? I feel like jaded to me means like you, you bear an air of like almost like like malice and disappointment and like like you 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 feel like um rage about it like you feel anger like a sense of anger almost mm. for me jaded means that you're green with envy right or 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 you're just like mad skeptical and but fucking rude about it you know what i'm saying i don't find jaded i don't find you know learning a lesson one too many times or learning a lesson the hard way you know i don't find that jaded because when people call you jaded they're usually saying it in a in a mean way mm. whereas to to be honest like learning this stuff it's hard and it sucks and if you have to go through that i don't blame you for feeling some type of way you know what i mean so i don't think it's jaded and i i hope that made sense i guess so what would you call it then? unfortunately um i think i would just find it experience okay yeah because you didn't really choose to learn that lesson. It was thrust upon you. Thrust! <laughs> Perry! Perry! Thrust! That's a Steven Universe. <laughs> uh, um. I got one more comment. <laughs> Go Best story ever. I really admire everything about your story and you. It goes to show how good people who do the right thing, even in times of adversity, will get the last laugh. And she responded, I never took the low road. I think really just walking away and honestly not looking back was the best thing. I would sometimes imagine my life behind me on fire because it was all gone and I would never get it back. And even if I tried, what was the point? Sometimes you have to trick your brain into not going back so you can focus on moving forward. Good shit, dog. Yeah. This person really does get good advice. 
Yeah. I feel I like yeah, I, I enjoyed listening to it, honestly. Like I said, it's absolutely tragic, but like I feel like this is kind of how how I feel. You know what I mean? Like like there's a lot like a lot of people who have hurt me who and I, I and I will talk about these people, you know? Like these people may not <laughs> okay, but like these people I'll never tell their names, you know, like, unless of course I like them and like, obviously I'm trying to per like, you know, lift them up a little bit. Johnny and KJ didn't, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What are you, but you know what I'm saying? Like, um, but these people, I will describe them. And if they ever heard me, they will know I'm talking about them because I've never in my life hurt anybody like this. You know what I'm saying? I've never just wrought pain on others. You know what I'm saying? But they have me and I stood there like just a sweet bean and I learned from it and I remembered and I will always remember, you know what I'm saying? So like, I don't know, like, I feel like this person's like, I, I have a lot of good advice and like, I have a lot of life experience and that was just, you know, thrust upon me. But at the same time, I'm trying, I'm trying to share my stories again. I'm always preaching about this to to make sure that somebody else may not make the same mistake as I, you know, that, that they, that they made or like that husband made even, you know, what if it just like, what if like some dude just happens across this one day and he catches like, Oh shit, I've done that. Or I'm doing that. Or my dad did that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be like that. And maybe they won't be, maybe they'll make strides so that they won't. Maybe a woman will realize that her worth is a lot more than that. You know what I'm saying? Maybe um, a people pleaser will stop, will hold down a boundary a little harder. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's like what the general vibe of what I've put together is. And like, I feel like I'm always talking about the different ways that I've built this community. But like, I mean, I'm glad I'm like um, not alone in trying to build a community and tell people you know, you're better than this. I'm not better than this. I'm not better than you or him or anything like that. I just, I think it really sucks. But I'm living my best life now. <laughs> and um, anyway. All right. So we got one more story, guys. And I really want to hear you guys' thoughts on that, honestly. Like, that was a wild ass story. And, and like, just the fact that we had similar stories to 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 talk about in addition to that it's like a little like we we've, we've already known that like the patriarchy exists and it's really fucked up and it really needs to be fixed but a lot of things something that people have been screaming at the top of their lungs for you know ages now is um we need to address it so we can move the fuck on otherwise we're going to be stuck here forever and look at us it's repeating the same repeating shit. the same shit I just uh, did my annual rewatch of Adventure Time and a recurring theme is that Marceline has been alive for a thousand years and has experienced everything. The rise and fall of the vampires, the vampire king himself said, I don't want to do this again. Is there another way? You've seen it. And she even admitted everything happens over and over again because people are too dumb to make the right choices so that they don't do this anymore. You know what I mean? So, like, Adventure Time is so real on a multitude of levels. 
like so good such a good show like we should want to do better we should want to not make the same mistakes that our parents made you know like I've said before like I feel like I'm walking down the same path as my parents I am generally but I'm not you know what I'm saying I um will listen to my children I'm not going to force my children to do things they don't want to I'm not going to force them to conform I'm going to do what they want to do and I'm going to try and like insert guidelines so that they're not out there fucking flailing in the streets you know what I'm saying but like I don't know I just want them to be people and I was I was kind of I had a great childhood but I will say I feel like sometimes almost like a doll I did what I was supposed to when I was supposed to I was this um spoken when spoken to kind of child you know um perform show them your awards sing the song that you sang for UIL. I don't know if other states have UIL, but it's basically a state competition. I think everybody has UIL, but I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure. There's something that we have that nobody else... Oh, I think it's mums. Like, homecoming. I thought it was a southern thing. Is it a Texas-only thing? I think it's a Texas-only thing. It's so weird. I don't know. But anyway, there's something... I don't know. UIL is it's a competition where you basically sight-read, like, do a red and and stuff like that. And, like, um, write, you sing a song, and then they score you one, two, three. One is the best you can get, whatever. Anyway, but, um, but you know, like, perform that song that you got um, a, a one on. And, ooh, this is the award she did. Like, even my mom, like, uh, my dad would um, get mad that she would spend money on these um, uh, fake plants and stuff. But, man, people used to pay money for that shit. Like she would make them and people would pay her and she won a few awards like for a long time in the, in either the Galleria mall or the North, uh, one of those other malls that is like fucking dead now, like Northeast town East mall or something like that in Dallas. But like my mom had a, one of her like dislike plants on display in the mall with like a blue ribbon, like winter for for ages, like for a whole summer or something like that. And we kept the ribbon in, in like in a in in a frame like it was signed it was crazy you know what I'm saying if my mom if my dad had I don't know why but like I think if my dad had just believed in my mom's like flowers a little more I think that my mom really could have really built her own person um and she wouldn't have been as alone you know after my dad passed away but we have to break these cycles that's all I'm trying to say guys is we, we don't need to be redoing the shit if we're not revisiting and unlearning and making new choices. And I think that's... Anyway, I got another story. <laughs> this one, Slapa chose for me. He said, um, I was able to simultaneously gain a 30K per year pension for my mother while wiping my piece of shit father's retirement. Oh, I think I saw this a while back. Yeah, this thing is old. Okay, I think I remember this. <laughs> the first line of these stories just getting me. Okay. My father is the Canadian Satan. <laughs> All right. Growing up with him was less than fun. And I can assure you, based on witnessing it, he was less than a fun husband. I'd go on about what a piece of shit my father is, but instead I'll quote a judge. A judge. Goodness. You're the most despicable human. I've ever had in my courtroom. God. Jeez. (laughs) 
And that's coming from a family court judge. Damn. Um, I read this winning endorsement of my dad's personality in the court documents I acquired related to his divorce with my mother. The same place I discovered the fuckery he had engaged in to steal from my mother. It's also where I found the information I needed to get one over on him so severely he's going to disinherit me. This is a bit of a long read, so TLDR at the bottom. A frame of reference for my father is that he's a pathological narcissist and, and behaves exactly how those people are compelled to act. They aren't generous people, and punching them in the wallet is like a slap shot to the taint from Kretzky. <laughs> He's kind of like Donkey from Shrek, but also like Joseph Stalin, a monstrous jackass. All right. What a what a stunning character review. <laughs> <laughs> so chapter one, Hosea 3.8. I'm so tired. Anyway, so those that sow the wind shall reap a whirlwind. Our actions always have consequences, and mi padre has plenty to answer for. My attempts to hold him to account did not, didn't jump to immediate jihad. They started with diplomacy and the therapist. About 10 months ago, our tale begins. I was going through some stuff. Stuff being a whole lot. <laughs> stuff being a whole lot of PTSD related to both my dad's abuse and my mom and my job as a paramedic. He did a ton that affected me deeply, things I need to move past. Along with all that other razzmatazz, oh my gosh, I love the word razzmatazz. Anyway, I will figure out how to use it in a sentence. I think you just throw it in there. I think so. I think it's like thingamabob. You oh. just replace any word with razzmatazz. I feel like razzmatazz is very specific, though. It's, real, it? it's real specific. I mean, later tonight, we might find I'm out. I'm see some razzmatazz. <laughs> it's going to get crazy. It will. It's going to be razzes and tazzes everywhere. Oh, gosh. All right. And then, um, so razzmatazz. So he did a ton that affected me deeply, things that I needed to move past, along with all that other razzmatazz from 15 years of EMS. And so trying to move past and work through everything, I quit drinking, started treating my untreated PTSD, turning my untreated PTSD into treated PTSD and thinking having my dad involved might help me and our relationship. Always about inviting these people back in who just, just routinely, habitually hurt you. Just please don't do that. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> and then, um, well, I seriously fucking misjudged that one. Immediate <laughs> regret, like, I swear. And I don't even mean it to be funny. It's just, it, just save yourself the trouble. If you find yourself trying to pick up those boundaries, please don't. Don't do it. Please. You're just inviting more pain. More pain. <laughs> All right, so... Well, I seriously fucking misjudged that one, so you'll probably be unsurprised to hear that conversation went swimmingly. I'll spare you the lurid details, 
but when I broached the subject with him, um, our back and forth degenerated into visceral hate with him screaming at me that I'm a failed paramedic liar and a piece of shit alcoholic. Uh, while I have a certain pride about my job, I have more pride in my 14 month sobriety. Oh, excuse me. So hearing this from my old man might have caused me to behave a bit psychotically. I got right pissed off at him and decided to dig up every bit of dirt I could to see what type of man he actually is and has been. Well, I feel like I need to re-up. <laughs> when it was convenient, I hopped in the mystery machine before taking a trip to the courthouse to unleash my inner gumshoe. Everything is public record. So I bought bulk copies before retiring to my easy chair to read, plot, and pet my white, long-haired cat. For good measure, I obtained a file of divorce document from my mother. Soon enough, I hit upon a line of inquiry worth following up on. It seems that during the final settlement of my parents' divorce... Now listen here, if a cow comes flying through this window, it's going to be not okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't know where there's, a, I know there's feral hogs near. <laughs> if there's a fucking tornado. What am I supposed to do about the 30 to 40 feral hogs coming across my fence to eat my children? Listen, <laughs> if that tornado brings any of them feral hogs. We going to be eating bacon. They're feral. I'm pretty sure that means, doesn't that mean that they're not just good? pigs. They're just wild. Remember in Adventure Time, she the moon yelled pigs. Oh, God. Pigs. Just to unlock the door. <laughs> Did you just yell pigs at the lock until it unlocked pigs? <laughs> anyway. Oh, cakey. Um. <laughs> All right, so... Um, soon enough, I hit upon a line of inquiry worth following up on. It seems that during the final settlement of my parents' divorce in 2002, my mother was awarded a third of my father's employment pension. Pension. She was a stay-at-home mother and could not earn one for herself, so it was given to her by a judge. Mighty fucking strange, because my father, as he brags, took a nearly full pension and retired a bit early. Um, no way that asshat was living the last 10 years after retiring early on two thirds pension. He isn't constantly bitching about it. So I asked my mother if she's collecting a pension from his job or had cashed out on the value hundred thousand plus 20 years ago. Uh, no to both. Well, that's interesting. I'm like confused too. Well, that's interesting. I wonder if that's collectible on and what 20 years of compound interest from a pension fund makes it worth. Um, well, I did eventually find out along with the fact that my dear old dad had been collecting my mother's portion for 10 years. Woo! In hilariously open violation of a legal order from a judge. Why did my mother pursue this sooner? A combination of being unable to afford a lawyer, being his victim for 20 years, and pessimism after so much of his continued dodging 
obligation to the order. So she just quit. Listen, again, I say, if you're a man or mask present presenting person and you go to your parent, your, your male parent, you know, whatever patriarchal paternal parent, um, ask your fucking mom to go ahead and just ask, what has life really been like for you? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think every kid should have that good heart to heart. I did it with my mom. My mom tried to, um, unalive herself when I was like, um, in middle school. Um, and we talked about it, you know, like she, she and I talked and she like apologized deeply to me. And, you know, she was like, I'm, I'm just, I'm doing so much better now. Like I would never, I wasn't in my right head. You know what I'm saying? Talk to your fucking parents. Okay. See how they're actually doing. I'd say like, if I'd say talk to your parents. So maybe one, maybe we can break the cycle and maybe they won't try to stop you from breaking this cycle. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe your parent will be more inclined to be like, yeah, we should knock over the status quo. You know, this isn't right. This was wrong. You know what I'm saying? I don't want you to have to deal with that. Because at the end of the day, a parent just wants their child to do better than them. You know what I'm saying? How can I ask them? Ask from the person who lived it themselves. What could they have done better for you? What can you take with that information and bring forth with your future? If of course you're intending to have children, but like, of, but what about like, just how to treat your partner better? Like, you know, you don't have to have children to just want to know how to live a better life and do better for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like talk to your parents, have a real ass conversation in your adulthood. I want to know, you know what I'm saying? Have you ever like straight up talk to your parents in your adulthood about their experience um, assuming, you know, it's like a decent relationship, you know, do they have regrets? Do they kind of wish they weren't actually married with children? I'd want to know, you know, I found out you should too. All right. There is a fiction. There is effectively <laughs> no statute of limitations he could hide behind because the wording of the settlement insofar as I could tell had him dead to rights and my mother would be collecting. It would be a slam dunk. I just needed to hire a lawyer to help me. So I set out to find the most un <laughs> the most unbalanced, bloodthirsty psychotic who passed the bar. Oh my God. <laughs> that is so crazy. You know, I've actually I actually have a few lawyer friends. I ask them sometimes, like just randomly, I'm like, hey dude, what is this legal? <laughs> And um, uh, they actually answer me honestly, and and then we chat for a little while. It's very interesting. Interesting. Anyway, chapter two, it two pension lady, as it says in the good book, screw one to others as they would screw one to you. What the fuck book is that? I want to know one. about it. I I I would like to read a good book. Okay, <laughs> um, so that's what I set out to do. <laughs> The misanthropathic psychopath, sociopath I hired for legal counsel suggested we send a demand letter to the pension office to try and remedy it before filing what would undoubtedly be an easy one for him. Wow, he wanted to play games and shit. Damn, that shit crazy. He know he finna get paid, bro. <laughs> Damn. I agreed in spirit. <laughs> and instead phoned up the pension office 
and got put through to a woman managing my father's file. Well, she was a delight, and it was a trivial matter for me to get her to loathe my dad. We talked for 45 minutes, and I swear, if you'd given me another hour, I could have convinced her to suicide bomb his house. Damn, well, y'all crazy. Y'all crazy. (laughs) In all of our conversations about life, families, and relationships, we got down to some things of note. Since I could show her correspondence, her office had sent my father, I see, um, CC'd my mom on, um, some years ago, and ongoing five consecutive years, trying to resolve this matter, which he had ignored. She was more than willing to um, start the process on remedy immediately. Full cooperation from this lady and her office was a matter of merely providing documentation and with my lawyer on retainer, his office was beyond, oh, this office was beyond asking my father to comply. They complied for him. About two months since I last spoke to my father and he had no idea his pension was about to take a serious hit. Below, I'm going to break down how big a turd I put on his bowl of ice cream. <laughs> I love it. Also, you guys, I had cho- um, I had um, a little bit of ice cream. Like, I'm, you know, I'm mad lactose intolerant. And um, Slava got like a, a cone, an ice cream cone from McDonald's. And I just, you know, got the very top, you know, the like the very top scoop. And I just like, oh, like manhandled that bitch. And um, I paid for it. But man, did I revel in great detail to Slapa about the ice cream I just ate. I was like, it is like a hug from the inside. It's like a cold hug, but it's a familiarly warm, cold hug down my throat. And I'm really upset right now because I can't readily enjoy ice cream the way I want to because it's not the same. It's not the same. You eat sherbet, you eat, you eat the alternatives and it feels hollow. It feels like, like sherbet is delightful. You know what I'm saying? But there's just something, there's just something about vanilla. I'm sorry. There, there's something about chocolate. There's something about strawberry. Okay. I said what I said strawberry not strawberry strawberry there's just something about neapolitan and cookies and cream you know what i'm saying and it's probably the dairy it's exactly the dairy you fucking jerk (laughs) but no for real like oh it's been so long and i paid but it was so good and i might do it again not today though not today not today not today Oh, and it's thundering. All right. That explains about the tornado. Anyway. <laughs> so she put a turd in his ice cream. <laughs> My mother's portion was made whole and adjusted to reflect that her portion was bought to maturity and beyond. So his early retirement doesn't affect her fund. Mm. So he loses 10 years of valuation to her. He also retired three years early, which knocks him down now to 17 years of pension valuation to her. Not 27. Not 27. If you'd forgotten, my dad had been collecting my mom's money and was paid over 30000 a year for the past 10 years. Like I said, mom was made whole. 
So the pension company is going to claw back that overpayment from the base value of his current pension fund. I'm not entirely sure what that does to the number, but it effectively nerfs my old man's private refund, right? Private retirement fund. He's got government old pen, he's got government old age pension that he took early to. Whoops. Ooh, dang. He finna eat it, bruh. My dad did some awful shit to me, but I only had to suffer 17 years. My mom has the high score of 20. As much as I did this for spite and malicious glee, I did it to give my mom a chance for a proper retirement. Chapter three, glitter bombs of justice. My mother started collecting her pension about three months after I contacted the pension office. And to celebrate, she bought tickets to New Zealand for the family for Christmas. Wow. So we can see our relatives. I was able to get most of my retainer from the lawyer bag to celebrate, and I went online to order a glitter bomb. I was able to ship it to my old man anonymously from another country. God bless the U.S. of A. (laughs) (laughs) I heard through my sister. He opened it up in his stupid red Miata. It's always a fucking Miata. My ex, my ex-husband, who was five foot nothing, had a white Miata. Every time I see a white Miata now, I look, he have like horrific PTSD. But anyway, back to the happy story. So um, he stupidly opened it in his red Miata. <laughs> or like, or like fucking Finico, uh, like. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He'll never get rid of it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Just open a, roll up the window one day, glitter just comes down. Yeah. Too long didn't read. Got my mother a pension that she was actually awarded in divorce. My dad had been overpaid for 10 years and he had to answer for it. The end. And then some people are in the comments talking about make sure your mom has applied for the years uh, she was a stay-at-home mother, which is like a Canadian like pension plan for non-Canadians. Um... I think you get like eight years per child. Many women do not have this credited and it will be another lump sum to your mother. Also, your mother may get credit from your father. If the wording was a third of his pension but doesn't state which pension, then it will likely apply to all his pensions, including this Canadian pension. Wow. So my mother got a third of my father's uh, credits and it made a huge difference to her retirement. And the OP said that they will look at it. And then let me see if I can find any more. The pension was good, but holy fuck, the glitter bomb. Absolutely, absolutely. Also, I love to hear it because there's like, has anybody ever been to glitter bomb? There, there's like, um, either there used to be. It's been a long time since I've been, and you know, like obviously we went to Denton um to hang out for our anniversary, but it's been a long time since I've like regularly made my rounds. Like Sunday is this. Monday is this, Tuesday is this, you know what I'm saying? But I'm pretty sure Glitter Bomb was something that was done monthly up in Denton, and it was basically a drag show. I wonder how that's being affected right now, but um, not only just that, like, um, do they have Glitter Bomb in other places, like in other yeah. states, and stuff like that? I'm just wondering. What? They, you know what Glitter Bomb is? Like the local thing, that's our thing. Yeah, I know. I know what they're describing. You know, oh. like it was a bomb of glitter. Yeah. And I was just saying it okay. made me think about I was glitter confused. bombs. I thought, no, you no, thought no. that she had ordered like 
some drag queens. No, just fuck his like mother. what a flash mob. Yeah. <laughs> that would be no. cool. <laughs> no, I was just like just in passing thinking about glitter bomb. Um, it's like a drag show here locally, and um, I wonder how that's gonna be affected. But not only that, but like holy shit, that shit is funny. And also, if somebody sent me a glitter bomb, I don't know how I would feel about that. I feel like I would really like it because I actually have glitter in my hair from whenever we were on our anniversary. But I would like to hear your thoughts about this or do you have any good like come up in stories? You know what I'm saying? Um, and or like um, like, you know, for Women's Empowerment Month. And do you have anything you wanted to add, Sugar Booger? Um, I don't know. That was like funny as hell i wonder how many times they told that story oh you know what i mean because that was like really well put out well you know um you know honestly like whenever people send me stories like i have a few stories i haven't read yet i've just been so absolutely like lazy this week (laughs) but like um so i always tell people you know think about it try and map out a timeline um i always tell them to you know like it is mad therapeutic but make sure it makes sense because we are strangers i don't know these people you know what i'm saying you have to be concise if it's not concise enough for me to get through i'm most of the time not going to read it you know what i'm saying so they probably really did have to take time they probably really did have to take time as well to with the lawyer um because they had to you know basically bring this timeline of events of all these things happening in court in these legal documents to even have the hearing i'm sure you know what i'm saying so it's probably not hard and all that stuff is in um, chronological order anyway you know what i'm saying like records are kept in chronological order alphabetical order whatever it is you know what i'm saying so it's probably it probably really wasn't that hard i do be over explaining don't i i over explain a lot i'm hungies hungry too starting to storm yeah starting to storm Um, and we got some people's coming over and oh i need to get caught up on hell of a boss apparently too yeah um i would always encourage you guys to you know get in the story time tell me your stories um like it like it's my love language i love listening to people tell me stories i i love telling you guys stories i like sharing experiences with you guys um i hope this new setup is better Again, um, I hope that the whole mic situation is great. Uh, if it's a little loud, we're still trying to get used to it. We're just trying to play. And um, I feel I feel at this point, I'm like shooting for maybe episode 10 when we finally have it all together. You know what I'm saying? Most. Mostly all together, hopefully. But I just want y'all to know again, as always, like it's a work in progress and it's pretty awesome seeing it from the ground up. I mean, like compared to what it was four weeks ago is already a huge change like um it just looks better to me like aesthetically i get to be next to my hubby bubby boo bear you know what i'm saying um my like the lights like i'm having a good time look at this coil thing this thing came out today (laughs) and was like i am the one well i mean it came out on on our anniversary i was trying to tuck it in are you trying to hide it I was trying to hide it, but then yesterday, like whenever I was like moisturizing, it came out again and I just let it come out. I just left it there and it's just been out ever since because <laughs> it was out in my videos yesterday too. But anyway, but um, in a couple of weeks, I probably will not have my hair out because I'm already pulling it out. Like, 
Like, that, like I'm pretty sure there's a reason it came out, and it's probably because I'm fucking with my hair. So let's looks good though. Let's let let's like nip that shit in the bud. But anyway, alrighty, guys. And also, I wanted to announce. I think that same weekend, which is the weekend of the 25th, hopefully, um, is also the when we're supposed to be going live on Tickle Talk. I think too. And um, I'll be talking to butt stuff, of course, about that. And um, I think I think I have another mod. And um, I'm so sorry if I'm not off the top of my head because I talk to butt stuff almost every day. But um, alrighty, guys, um, me and the husband are going to um, get something to. to hey. I just want to say I love you guys. We're we're hoping you're enjoying us still, and I hope this was better. And also, this is the first time. Um, like when we did the first episode, I was still getting over COVID. Like I was mostly, I was, you know, tested negative, but this is the first time I didn't have to like stop and do a nasty cough somewhere. And um, so I had to cut it out. It was just me being a fucking weirdo. And so um, that's really exciting to me. And also I kind of feel it in my voice as well. Like, I feel like I didn't have to try so hard. And I feel like um, it's almost like, I feel almost like back to normal. And maybe that's also the fact that I took, we took a pretty much a lazy ass week this week and I hope this was good. And, um, I can't wait to share with you guys, um, the analytics of the podcast as it stands right now. Um, and, uh, I, I just love you guys. <laughs> we love you. Love you. Have a good one. Bye. <laughs> so bloopers, bloopers. Yeah. Bloopers, bloopers. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck I want a talkie for? You said talkie. I said I want some talkies. Oh. I did it. Synonyms. 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 Oh, Tina. Welcome to Vibes and Delight. Welcome to Vibes and Delight. Tonight we have a story. Tonight we have a story. Of a woman becoming empowered. (laughs) You're such a silly. I want to. Anyway. (laughs) 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 Fucking Muppet hands looking at us. You know what? (laughs) Just let her away. But, what did you do? I, Weird. But uh, this again can be edited out. Um, get something to. to hey. We're going to break off. Oh! Oh my gosh. Hey. It is a tornado warning. Wow. Jeez. Okay. Well, I'm glad you'll have that for the bloopers. <laughs> Let's get the shit out of me anyway. Bloopers. Bloopers. <laughs> These are the bloopers.